Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting... Well, good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, wherever you happen to be. Um, we are here in, uh, in the East, in New Jersey, broadcasting the Hope Talk Radio Show, which we do five days a week, Monday through Friday. Well, actually, we're doing six days a week now, Monday through Friday. And um, we have a, at noontime on, uh, on those five days uh, from 12 noon to 1 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, we also broadcast out on the Internet. There's over 100 countries now that are receiving our program on the Internet. And um, so we're, um, we're, we're growing the, the whole collection. The Hope Collection is growing, and this radio show is a uh, a, a very good uh, part of the of the uh, Hope Collection. And the, the whole purpose of this of this radio show is just to inform people of what the uh, what the uh, Hope Collection is all about and what we are doing to help people. Because our our motto is uh, helping people and helping them to help other people, and um, that's what we do. We work with you. And we work with whoever you want us to work with that you might know, either a friend or a family member or whoever it is. And um, we, um, it could be even just somebody you just met, you know, an acquaintance. Um, I handed out uh, two hope cards yesterday. I uh, went to see my doctor because I um, have a, a fracture in my foot. Um, I broke three bones um, in my, in my foot and uh, so um, he was taking the cast off yesterday, and I was hopeful that um, he would put put me in a boot. But he said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna be safe and uh, and put you in uh, in, a, in a cast again for another four weeks." He says, "We want to make sure that everything is healed," and I'm happy for that. But I was not happy to have a cast put back on. <coughs> Excuse me. But you know that's part of um, uh, getting uh, getting healed in uh, in, uh, in an accident that you might have in in your life. Uh, I happened to fall off of a stepladder, believe it or not. I was overreaching and I was uh, climbing, trying to climb up a step higher on a stepladder, and I slipped and and uh, fell down on the concrete, and um, I landed on my left foot and and uh, broke broke it in uh, three places. And so um, I, um, but I'm recovering well. And uh, but it's just an inconvenience. It sometimes things happen in our lives, and we just uh, we just don't expect them to happen. And uh, we um, we just we just have to adjust and and uh, and uh, accept it for what it is. Because uh, in my case, it was a stupid mistake that I made, and in uh, trying to move around on the stepladder and, and go higher to reach up uh, further up on the wall. And, uh, but anyway, um, it, um, uh, I just wanted to, to, to open the show with that because I thought it was uh, uh, everybody has situations that they find themselves in in their lives. And, and some they may have caused themselves and some may have been caused by other people, but it doesn't matter. Um, the important thing is that we recover from it and that we um, we don't hold any um, any grudges on people um, because um, sometimes God puts situ- situations in our lives to help us to grow and and uh, it's um, I'm thankful that He's uh, helping me to heal 
And I'm thankful that, um, and I know he is because he's in control in my mind. So um, anyway, today our show is um, called Generations United, honoring, honoring family traditions and relationships. And we're going to talk about that. Anybody that comes on the show today or is listening, if you're thinking about family traditions that you have in your family, this is a good time to to bring back those memories. And um, so anyway, I, I have a, my first guest has arrived, my very good friend from New Jersey. In fact, uh, he and I go to the same church, uh, not necessarily at the same time, but we go to the same church. And we're both... Um, uh, active men- members in the uh, Knights of Columbus, which is an organization um, that uh, is uh, we we uh, have in our church, and um, so I uh, I want to welcome my friend Larry from New Jersey. How you doing, Larry? Uh, very well, thank you. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing great, Larry. Thank you, thank you for asking, and um, I. Um, <coughs> I know that you um, you have a lot of traditions in your family also, and uh, we can uh, we can talk about some of those if you want to. Um, I'm going to just uh, mention a couple uh, just to kick this off that I have um, in my family. I'm expecting a number, a couple of other guests, but uh, they haven't arrived yet, so um, we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I have, a, I have a good friend from church, Gary Geiger. I don't know if you knew Gary or not, uh, Larry. His, um, his, one of his traditions uh, with his family, he'd bring his uh, elderly mother and father into church every Sunday. Um, okay. And um, that was one of his traditions. He, uh, towards the end, um, uh, he brought them in on wheelchairs. He'd bring in his... Um, Bring in his father first and get him positioned in the in the pew in the church, and then he'd bring, go out with the wheelchair and get his mother and bring her in, and uh, they were just wonderful people. They both passed away um, uh, within the past year, year and a half, and um, they have um, he he lost them both, <clears throat> and um, it's um, it's it was a wonderful tradition that he he brought them in to worship together. Uh, as a family, uh, he didn't have any brothers and sisters. Um, uh, he, I'm sorry, he did have a half sister from one of his uh, one of his parents, and um, but they they did not associate with the family at all. Uh, his his half sister, uh, and they lived away somewhere. I don't know where, somewhere else, uh, uh, far away in the United States. Um, but anyway. Uh, <clears throat> He, they had that tradition of him bringing in his mother and father every uh, every uh, every week to the to the to the the mass in our church, and they were very uh, dedicated, very dedicated to that. And um, he uh, uh, um, he may be talking a little bit about that one if he comes on. I talked to him yesterday, and he said he was going to be coming on. So we'll see. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> Some of the other traditions that we have in my family, we we are, are also uh, family churchgoers, and we um, traditionally we weren't always always able to make it together at the same time, but we we did go, and and that has carried out through my um, through my family, uh, my children and their children, and um, and um, and so forth. Um, they have that have carried through that family tradition. And so um, I'm, I'm very happy that um, uh, my wife and I were able to uh, get them to uh, understand the importance of that and understand the importance of, of worshiping together and of, of, um, of uh, worshiping God while we're in church. And so um, that was um, we, we, we did a lot of celebrations in our church for different holidays. And Larry, I know you're familiar with a lot of those. We we do um, uh, at, at Christmas uh, celebrations, and we do uh, Easter and Thanksgiving, and 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 various other um, uh, celebrations uh, throughout the year uh, that we do. And those are uh, um, those are normally led by the church, but they um, also 
families uh, get together during those times and um, and worship together. Uh, so I um, I think those are those are good traditions to, to carry forward. And I um, I also um, we do a lot of praying together. Uh, we've done that a lot in the past. Now that my children uh, are older, uh, they do it uh, uh, themselves with their families, their own families. But um, we did it when when uh, when they were growing up. Uh, we we taught them to to pray together and to worship together, and I think that's that's very important also. So. Um, Larry, what um, you got any uh, family traditions that you want to talk about? I know you probably have some of the same ones that I have. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, uh, right now, my uh, my uh, one son's he's looking for a job, but I, I think he's going to get one pretty soon. Hopefully, um, you know, he's a special child, so he's uh, a little bit slow. Other than that, you know, he's uh, He's very helpful uh, when it comes to uh, things like the uh, Knights of Columbus and the Elks. He's he's involved with both of those groups. The uh, yeah, the, and actually, I think they're going to. I think they're going to have something over at the at the what do you call it the the liquor store? You know, when you when you stand out in front of the liquor store there. Yeah, yeah. Where on Fifty Seven. Yeah, we collect money we, for that. For the Knights of Columbus, I think it's going to be for the Knights of Columbus this, this time around. Some, sometimes we, we do it for the Elks. Sometimes we do it for the, for the Knights. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, and and um, the reason um, your son is doing this with you is because you set the example and you encouraged him to do that, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I, um, the other thing about the nights, you and I both do this, um, and I have my wife go with me, and uh, you have your son go with you, and we march in the parade for the yeah. for the Fourth of July. Um, that's a that's a family tradition that we do every year, and um, I I get a lot out of that. It's um, it's 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 a hard walk for me at my age. But um, <laughs> yeah, you and me both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 I enjoy it so much that I'm I'm willing to do it every year. And we yeah. we carry a banner a banner for the Knights of Columbus and uh, and we wave the people wave at us and we've you know so many people that know us uh, from from past years of doing this and and from from being friends with ours. Uh, they are they are happy to see us, and a lot of them will wave at us and say thank you, thank you, you know, for the yeah. things that we do in the community. And and I uh, I am um, so so uh, glad, so happy to be part of that. And I know you brought me into it, and um, as well as others. So uh, I, I thank you for that. And and uh, the uh, uh, we do um, we. <laughs> We also do a, a tradition on Fourth of July, where we uh, park cars for the for the yep. uh, fireworks display, the fireworks display, and uh, and uh, so we uh, we park them, uh, have people park in the uh, uh, in the church parking lot, which is right yep. across the street, right across the street from where the uh, fireworks display is, and that's always a a, a good thing to to do and a good tradition. For uh, uh, for people in their own families, and and uh, you can see um, we usually uh, bring chairs to sit on the grass, or we sit right on the grass with a blanket and uh, yeah. watch the fireworks. And it's uh, it's it's a great a great tradition uh, for families and um, and for friends too as well. Some some people have families and friends that get together uh, during that celebration. And uh, it's honoring. It's also honoring our country on the birthday of our country, the Fourth of July, in uh, 1700. And so um, it's it's just a uh, just a wonderful thing uh, to do. And uh, so I I'm I'm very thankful for that. And um, there's a there's an organization called Generations United which uh, honors family traditions and relationships. And uh, there's a, 
uh, our friend uh, Mary Stanley, she set up uh, a, uh, a podcast with them, and uh, that's done once a week. I don't remember what day of the week it's done now, but uh, that one is also done once a week. And um, that's where I got some of the ideas from from uh, from today's show uh, to talk about uh, honoring family traditions and relationships. And uh, so it's um, another thing we do, um, some family traditions. We try to um, – I have such a large family, so it's hard for everybody to get together at once. But we try to recognize uh, birthdays, uh, significant birthdays. Like when I turned 80 years old, my my kids surprised me with a birthday party, and I was uh, <laughs> I was really shocked. My wife and I were invited to to go to uh, to a meal um, at a restaurant, and and um, they set it all up, and I, I was really 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 uh, uh, honored and and humbled uh, during that, and I, um, I I thanked them all, and it was. See, it was because of the traditions that we had set years ago when they were younger. And, and um, so, um, and then we, we also do um, many times, my, my, my wife, Flora, um, she, um, her family has, uh, gets together a lot on birthdays. Everybody's birthday we have to celebrate. And uh, so we're doing a lot, of, a lot of celebrations during the year with, uh, with them. And um, they also uh, at Christmas time and and uh, and at uh, other times of the year we'll get together with not only family but friends as well, and um, so um, and we exchange gifts. We have a uh, we pick out a, a name out of a hat and uh, we buy a gift for that person, and each person does that. So everybody gets a gift. Uh, they don't know who it's going to come from. But they will, because we announce when we when we given them the gift, uh, who um, who gave the gift, and um, so it's uh, that's a nice tradition also, is to uh, is to um, recognize people at, at, and recognize uh, Christmas, and to um, to uh, honor honor the Lord on His birthday, and so um, that's where. Um, that's one of the things that we carry through. So there's a lot of traditions I know that people have over the years that um, that they do um, to um, to celebrate um, celebrate the family and to celebrate uh, whatever um, reason why, whether it's a birthday, whether it's a Christmas, or whatever it is, whether it's Easter. Um, they um, we we do. Uh, we do those things, and I know all of us do it, and I know all of you out there who are listening, and I hope that you're thinking about some things that you do during those uh, during those uh, celebrations and carrying out those uh, uh, family traditions through through the generations, um, not only with uh, this per, uh, current generation, but for past generations. I know my uh, my mom and dad uh, always had uh, a nice Christmas for us. We always uh, we went out into the into the forest and picked a, a a Christmas tree out and we cut it down and we would uh, take it into the house and we would um, uh, uh, decorate it um, and and uh, mom mom and dad always decorated the trees themselves. Uh, and they did it on Christmas Eve. They decorated the tree. So we didn't have a tree up before Christmas. Nowadays, my family, we always um, we always decorated the tree together. That's another tradition, was decorating the Christmas tree. And um, Easter egg hunts were another thing that we did together as a family, uh, taking the kids out to an Easter egg hunt during uh, Easter, uh, Easter holiday. And... and uh, so um, there's just a lot of things that go on as family traditions. There's a family tradition in my paternal family um, that I, um, my my father um, was not a not a very educated man. I think he only finished like fourth or fifth grade um, in in school, and uh, but he was a very smart man, 
and he had a lot of common sense, and he was not afraid to take on any project. He built a two-car garage out at our farm, him and I and, and my brother, and uh, we, we built it, and we put electricity in it, and, and he, didn't, he didn't have any training in electricity, but we did it, and we had lighting in there, and we had outlets in there, and, and, uh, and, and everything. So um, that garage uh, stood up for many years, many, many years, probably 40, 45 years or more, and, uh, but the new owner took it down because it was, it was uh, deteriorated a lot by that time. But anyway, um, so we worked together on things. Um, my dad showed us how to how to drive a truck. He showed, I was 12 years old driving a truck around the farm, and and uh, I, I uh, maybe even younger. I think it was probably 12, 11 or 12, somewhere around there. He taught us how to fish, how to catch fish out of the river, and and then bring them home and put them in the lake. Because the river was um, uh, contaminated, and so we put the fish into the into the lake that we had. And, and by the way, he built the lake, um, and um, we uh, left them in there for at least a month, so that they would um, the, the, any any contaminants that they might have had in their in their body would be would be flushed out. And then we would we would take a seine and we would uh, uh, catch the fish with a seine. It's like a net, a big net, and um, we would catch the fish, and then we would use what we needed, and those that we didn't need, we'd throw back in there. And so um, we did that for many, many years, I remember. And uh, <clears throat> how my dad learned all these things, I have no idea. But um, he he learned so many things. He learned how to repair tractors. He learned how to repair trucks. He learned how to milk cows. He learned how to, to raise pigs and raise chickens and and we all did that together. Uh, we all had certain jobs that we did. My dad learned how to plant crops, um, and my mom learned how to uh, uh, grow a garden. She had almost a two-acre garden, a very a pretty, pretty large-sized garden that I was helping her with almost every day uh, because it was a lot of work to, to, to grow all the stuff in the garden. And and uh, we learned how to pick berries, and to and mom mom canned the berries and. And we had fresh berries, uh, and then we had sometimes we had um, berries that had been canned and put in jars and put in uh, frozen and put into the freezer. <clears throat> so all those traditions were carried forward for many years, and uh, I learned so many things from 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 my parents and from my brothers too. My my older brother um, was was a very good uh, very good at carpentry. Uh, he learned that from from one of our uncles. Uh, he was working for him for a long time, and they built houses in St. Louis. And um, uh, so he learned he learned a lot, and he became the foreman, and and he uh, he learned a lot. And then he he taught me and my younger brother uh, about those things, how to do certain things. And to this day, I still do those things. So um, and and I've taught some of my children. I have I have my uh, uh, two of my sons who are contractors, and I they they started that because I taught them some things when they were younger. Um, I bought a house, and we we renovated that house together, the kids and I, and my wife of course, and um, I taught them how to paint. I told them how to how to hammer, uh, how to saw things. All. All kinds of things we taught them, and those are all family traditions. And, um, and Larry, you you have a family tradition in my, in your house. Um, your your wife raises dogs, and that's what we hear in the background. Your your dogs barking, um, and so, someone must have just come into your house because I know they bark a lot when, when someone comes in. But she she raises some beautiful dogs, and uh, she sells oh, yeah. them. And so that's a that's a family tradition that she that she has uh, created in your family. So I I think um, there's so many things that I, I realize uh, going on. <laughs> the um, 
one of the traditions that I've learned from the from the uh, from the Spanish people is uh, the tradition to work together as a family, um, and and to raise uh, children together as a family. I um, we have two. Uh, my wife has two uh, new grandchildren. One's a great grandchild, and one's a regular grandchild. And um, she is there uh, because they live downstairs, and we live upstairs in this house. And and uh, she is down there every single day, helping out to raise those little ones. She bathes them. She uh, takes care of them. She changes them when they need to be changed. Uh, she helps to feed them. She helps to cook the food for them, and and all kinds of things that she does to help out her daughter and her daughter's husband. Um, and they uh, they are just so much loving families. And that's another tradition that I think that is very important: is to love one another and to get along together and to help each other and to. Um, um, just reach out to other people. That's another tradition that we have in our family, is to reach out and help other people when they need help. Um, and so we do that. We do that. Uh, just it comes natural with us now because uh, we've done it all of our lives, both my wife and I, and and um, and my children and my grandchildren. So we have a. a my dad started off teaching us uh, us boys. Um, how to do things in construction and how to repair things. And and then um, I taught my children, two, two of my sons and my daughters are, are doing things on their own, in their own houses. And and they're also, um, uh, my two sons who are contractors, they uh, do things for other people. And, and um, of course, they're getting paid for those things, but they do that as part of their, as part of their career. And... Um, and I, uh, I help them as much as I can. As a matter of fact, when I had the injury on my foot, um, it was uh, uh, it was it was at a, a construction site of my son. I was helping him out on one of his jobs. So uh, we uh, we work together as as a family on on those things as well. And I um, but I also have two grandsons now that are carrying that forward, uh, doing uh, construction. And working in that field, and so um, I've also another area that I, I a family tradition that I carried out, um, and and I'm not bragging about these things. I'm just I'm just trying to uh, tell people about some of the traditions that we were involved in, and I know those of you that are listening, you have have experienced some of those same things in your families. Um, but uh, the thing I was going to talk about was. Um, what was it? I just it just passed my mind there for a second. I'll, I'll get back to it in a minute. But anyway, um, we we have traditions of of um, uh, the kind of foods that we eat. Uh, that's another area, and and trying to um, to eat healthy, eat healthy all the time, not not um, not using so much. Uh, uh, processed foods. Uh, try to, we try to avoid processed foods. And um, when I was living on the farm uh, for many years with my parents and my two brothers, um, we raised most of our own food, and we hunted. We hunted for for animals that were on the farm, the rabbits and the squirrels. And the, my grandfather even introduced us to fox um, uh, one time. <laughs> we were all. Um, <laughs> Not so sure we wanted to try that food, but uh, it, it tasted good. Um, and, and we ate raccoons. Uh, the raccoons were good meat. And um, uh, we caught wild ducks and, and, um, and, and pigeons and all kinds of animals and birds and, and, and things. And we fished all kinds of different things. Um, uh, we fished for, uh, for bass and we fished for carp. And we fish for catfish and and uh, all kinds of sunfish, uh, all kinds of different different fish that we that we caught uh, in the lake and and in different places. Sometimes we went down to the river and caught fish. We we were about um, lived about uh, 10 15 miles from uh, the Mississippi River, which is the largest river that flows through the United States. 
and there are a lot of different kinds of fish in that in that river and uh, so we we went there every so often and caught fish and uh, so uh that, that's some other traditions that, that we've carried forward. So anyway, I, I think um, I'm just about um, exhausted. I, I was waiting for my friend Gary Geiger, but he hasn't come on. So uh, I um, I think we'll uh, we'll maybe cut the show short today. We've gone through a half an hour. Uh, and. Uh, Anything else you want to add, Larry, before we before we drop off? Anything coming up in the uh, in the uh, nights or the elks or um, any of the um, uh, organizations that you belong to for the military? Uh, yeah. Well, the uh, we meet on the uh, 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 on t- uh, Tuesday mornings. We go down to the uh, DFW in. Uh, Hampton, and we have breakfast there uh, every Tuesday. And uh, then we, they, and we, and the, the 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 farmer that owns the big the big farm in uh, uh, it's in uh, he gives us eggs for nothing, and we charge a dollar a dozen. So uh, you know, I I get two dozen, maybe three dozen eggs every week, and it, and it costs me like two or three dollars. So. And you can't beat that price, wow. that's for sure. Wow, that's a, that's a big saving. Yep. Uh, and he and he raises he raises the chicken himself, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's got all kinds of chickens there. It's unbelievable. But uh, wow. yeah, he's a real nice guy. You know, and uh, he does he does things for the Elks and also for the for the Knights of Columbus too. Well, he's a real nice guy. Wow. As you can hear, my dogs are barking like crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did somebody come in and visit? Well, yeah, actually, the, the, the lady, I guess she's dropping off her dog or something, so... So he, she can mate with some of our female dogs. So well, one dog's got like five puppies. So I don't know. I guess oh, she's gonna take some. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, she's she's just real, you know, real young one. She just it's her first first uh, puppy she's had. But uh, yeah. yeah, she's a good mother too. I tell you that much. She's a good little dog. She takes care of the puppies. Yeah. You know, if we had, um, if we could, if we were allowed to have a dog here, we would probably buy one of yours because Flora fell in love with him when she was when she was she was holding one of those puppies and she said, "Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she fell in love with them." And, yeah, uh, right they are very, very beautiful, very beautiful dogs. Yeah, when I was um, when I was growing up on the farm, we had four or five dogs that we. Uh, we kept, um, but then um, one of them, one of them was a he. He he liked to chase cows. I don't know if he was trained to do that or what, but he liked to chase cows, uh, chase cows. And he would run over to the neighbor's farm, who had a chase dairy the cows farm away. There. And the dairy the, the dairy farmer did not like him chasing their cows, and so they shot him, and um, they they killed him. And uh, well, which was uh, which was legal if you know if the dog was was uh, a strange dog there, and, and uh, they had they had warned us a few times that uh, to keep the dog off of their property. I mean, they were very nice people, very nice farmers, but um, they just didn't like uh, the, the dog chasing their cows, you know. And and so uh, they 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 put a stop to it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Larry. Well, uh, like you know, we we have a fenced-in yard, and and one day my son left the, left the fence open, and one of the little puppies got out and got run over by a car. I'll never forget it because oh. you know, the, it, it, you know the the woman, you know, she ran over the she ran ran to the dog. 
So, you know, she was crying and stuff like that. And I says, you know, it, was, it wasn't her fault because the dog ran you know, right underneath the car. So, you know, yep. I, I, yep. I, I picked him up and, and the other dogs were all running loose. So I, I told my son, you know, to get, wake up my wife and, you know, and then he's just, he just stood around. He just didn't do nothing. So I don't know. So I, I got all the dogs back, get back into the yard and, and close up the fence. Oh. And then we took wow. the dog to the hospital. And I don't know. Yeah, that. Well, and the doctor said, oh, he'll be okay. But, but he, he died the next day. So, but, oh. But, you know, hey, that's life, you know. You live and you die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um it's it's a um when when they when they get loose they like to run you know, oh, I, yeah. know yeah. I know how I know how dogs are you know so anyway I I, I want to mention uh, our our friend Mary Stanley from Minnesota has joined us hi Mary how you doing good how about you oh I'm doing great Mary thank you. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna cut Larry off because he's got his dogs are barking in the background. Uh, Larry, if you want to just continue to listen, that's fine. That's great, and I'll I'll bring you back on, Larry, before the show's over. Uh, Mary, what's on your mind today? Um, it's a little noisy in my background at the moment. I'm in the car heading back home, but. Um, 9-11 week is coming up, and we're going to have different shows highlighting and talking about the impact 9-11 had, had and still has. And the theme for this year is you know, bringing back that feeling that we had, that kindness, that, you know, helping others, you know, being the people that ran into the building to help get people out, not the people that didn't stand there and take pictures. Wow. We've been talking a lot, Larry and I have been talking a lot about family traditions that we have um, and, and um, from, our, from our families over the generations. And um, if you, um, I know you have a family and I know you're doing a lot of things with your family. Um, you even brought some of them to, uh, to Buffalo, New York when we were doing the uh, memorial for, for Veterans Day. And I, um, it was it was good to meet you meet you and meet your your your, your children um and you brought a whole troop a boy scout troop with you and uh, i know that's probably a tradition in your family um is to is to do that anything you want to talk about regarding uh, family traditions uh, one of the big traditions that we try to uphold is we call it Family Day. So once a week, we do things as a family. You know, we'll play games, hang out outside, unplug and unwind, and just hang out. Wow, that's great. And um, we, um, I just talked about many things that we had, traditions with the church and traditions with learning things, uh, teaching our children. Um, and uh, my family, uh, mother and father, taught me so many things. And um, and I've passed some of them on to my sons and my daughters. Um, and and um, it's, it's, it's just amazing, um, the things that we're doing. I know my, my one son is a medical doctor. And um, uh, he's passing on that tradition to his son, uh, who's going to, he's going to, in fact, he's in medical school right now, um, learning to become a doctor. And, and um, uh, his daughter is a, um, um, <laughs> she's an expert golfer. And, and my son, the doctor, um, has taught her and his, and his wife have taught her to uh, how to play golf, and, and she wins tournaments all the time. She won the, the New York State Junior Tournament, um, uh, the Junior League, and um, she's, she's won many other titles, and uh, she's, going, uh, she's going to college now because she graduated from high school. I'm sure this fall, she's, I think she starts, she also, uh, she'll be starting, I guess, maybe this month um, in, in, in college. And um, 
So it's it's wonderful to see family traditions being carried forward, and and to see how families are working together and helping each other and helping other people as well. That's another tradition that we've taught in our family is uh, um, uh, work together and then also work to help other people and help them to accomplish things. And we've all we've all uh, we're all doing that. And I'm so so happy that the Lord has blessed us with that ability to do that and uh, and and given us the motivation to do that um, so anything else you want to talk about Mary regarding uh, the traditions or, or regarding what's what's going on with the hope collection you know um, one of the big things like we try to preserve is our culture and our family heritage um, we're German and Irish so we make big deals out of St. Nicholas Day in our house, which is kind of like a pre-Christmas. I got it. So, you know, we have things like that that we celebrate and honor. And, like, with our kids, instead of a lump of coal, they learn about Krampus. Yep. Yep. The importance of, of education is very important with families also. I've always stressed that with my children. Uh, do do a good job in school. Learn as much as you can. And if there's anyone that's uh, in your class that needs help, help them out. And, and uh, you know, uh, tutor them a little bit if you need to to help them. And, and uh, we've done that. All, all of us have done that over the years. And, and I'm very, very... Uh, very happy um, that um, that my kids have carried that forward uh, to their children as well. You know, that's the one, you know, good thing about growing up in this generation because they have more options than we did when we were kids. You know, we had the option of a school that we were, we were in. So, you know, if the school sucks, we had to move to get a better education, where here we can go online and homeschool. There's so many more options for education for our kids nowadays. Yeah. And it's... That's... We have a lot of noise in the background. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yep. I know it's me. I just got home, so you hear the door slamming because the kids are all coming in the house. <laughs> oh my goodness! Always something in the background, right? I um, I had to shut Larry, uh, put Larry on mute uh, because of his dogs are making so much racket. And and uh, but anyway, uh, I am I'm I'm just. Uh, so excited about what's going on in my family. You know I have a large family because I've talked about that um, many times. And um, there are just, just so many things going on, that uh, so many accomplishments that are being, uh, uh, being given to each of, each of them. And, and um, I, um, for example, one of my daughters, uh, my, my, my second oldest child, uh, my daughter Debbie, she lives in New Jersey, in South Jersey, um, and and um, they uh, she's she was she's a school teacher. Uh, she she completed her education and and teaching and and got certified for that. She's been doing that for many years, but she's now um, uh, doing it just part time because she's retired. But she's also an artist, and she has done many many different types of uh, art artwork. And uh, and she has about 20 to 25 shows a year, uh, and she's making really good money at that now. And she developed a, 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 a large clientele that um, that come to see her all the time in these art shows, and they continue to purchase things from her. And so um, I'm I'm very. Um, her mother was that way also. Her mother was very artistic, and. Um, she um, she learned from from her mother, and um, who was my first wife, 
And she uh, uh, she later on her, her mother died of cancer. But anyway, uh, she learned uh, the 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 uh, skill and the the ability of of um, doing different things with art. And uh, she does all different types of medium now uh, with art. And she's also written a book. Um, and so I'm very proud of her with that. And she's got it published, and it's doing very well. Uh, but it was a book about the environment. She's very much uh, a supporter of climate climate control or climate change, whatever they call it now. And and uh, uh, but she she um, pointed out in that book in different chapters uh, what kind of scriptures in the Bible support climate uh, climate control. And um, and and it was very very good and uh, and I'm very uh, very uh, happy for her um, and I'm I'm going to see if um, we can get that book set up in the in the Hope Collection um, um, to get um, get some sales for her through the Hope Collection um, and I'll talk to you some more about that separately um, and I'll talk to Ron also and see if we can get that get that set up for her. Um, anyway, um, that it's, it's is amazing. all to do with artists. Sorry, what? The book club, that's all artists. As an artist or what? No, yeah, artist is in charge of all that. That's her thing. Okay. So you got to contact yeah. her. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll talk to artists. I talk to her all the time. <laughs> We're still talking. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll talk to her to see what she says. I'm sure she'll agree with it. So anyway, um, we um, I'm about talked out here, Mary. I, I can't think of anything else I want to bring up right now. I was expecting a couple of more guests to come on, but they haven't come on yet. Um, my friend Gary Geiger, um, who I talked about a little bit earlier, um, he lost both of his parents uh, in, in the past year, I think it is, year, year and a half. And they, um, his mother was like 98, and her husband, his father, was 100, I think 105. Um, so they lived a long year, a long life. And um, he actually quit work seven over seven years ago and and took care of them. That was his full-time job, was taking care of his, his family. And he learned that um, not uh, – I don't think he learned it on his own. He, he, uh, he learned it from his parents of, of uh, helping each other and working together as a team, as a family. And and he uh, every everything that they uh, needed help on he would he would do it he cooked their meals he uh, because neither one of them were mobile uh, they had to move around on a wheelchair and um, so he and he'd bring them in the church every Sunday he'd bring them in the church he'd bring his father in first on the wheelchair his father's name was Antonio and I'd always say hi to Antonio he was such a uh, a nice, a nice man, and uh, we, um, and um, uh, but he brought his father in first, get him situated in the pew, and then he'd bring go out with the wheelchair and get his mother and bring her in, and so uh, that was his routine every every Sunday, and and um, that was part of uh, his family tradition, of uh, worshiping together, and so um, I think um, so many people. Um, no, I know many of the people that are listening on the internet um, also have many family traditions in, in their families, and I, and the reason that I'm talking about some of these things is not because I'm bragging or not because I'm I'm uh, um, just trying to talk about it myself, but I'm I'm doing it because I'm trying to help to refresh some of the memories in your in your life and in your mind and in your family. Uh, and that's what and that's what we're doing, and uh, that's why we have these shows. We have them to pass off, pass out information to people about what's available, how we can help you, um, and we we do it to um, uh, to to inform you of, of what are, what's available for you, 
and and to help you in any areas that you might need help. Um, uh, many of us are certified life coaches, and we use that that uh, certification and, and the things we learned from that um, to help people, to help them with situations they might have in their life. Uh, it could be uh, maybe they're maybe they're looking for housing, um, or maybe they're looking for education, uh, or maybe maybe you're looking for uh, uh, to get certified in a particular area. We have all of those. We have ways to help people to get to achieve that, um, and and to uh, whether you want to buy a house or whether you want to uh, rent a house or uh, maybe a bigger apartment, uh, we we have ways to help you with that. Um, and and uh, or maybe you're trying to downsize. Your your family has uh, moved away and uh, has grown up and moved away, and you uh, you're a couple, uh, elderly couple that wants to downsize. Um, we have we have uh, housing to help you with that. Um, uh, what we call affordable housing, and and uh, so there's a lot of a lot of different ways that we we help people through through the Hope Collection and through the organizations that we are we are connected with. Um, uh, when when Dr. Griffin and his wife Artith started the uh, Hope Collection, um, uh, they. Uh, 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 Can you hear me, Mary? Hello, Mary. Yeah, first. Yep, yep, I can hear you. You know, one a tradition that we used oh, okay. to do that we, you know, you talked about your friend taking care of your your parents. That used to be a big tradition that we used to do. It's still big in the Asian culture, but it, as an American, it's not as big. Where we take care of our parents. Yep. When they get yep. older. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. My mother, uh, my dad died first. Uh, he he was uh, he had a lot of illnesses, um, and um, uh, he succumbed uh, um, when he was I think seventy one. Um, and I if he if he hadn't been an alcoholic and drinking for many years and a heavy heavy smoker, he'd smoke four packs of cigarettes a day. And um, he didn't eat right either. He didn't didn't get the right nutrition he needed in his family to keep and in his in his body to keep him strong. But anyway, um, my mother lived to be 93, and uh, she um, uh, uh, we took care of her for the last five years of her life. Uh, I had to move her to New Jersey because she lived out in Illinois. Um, I'm sorry, in Missouri she lived. Um, and uh, the farm was in Illinois. But anyway, um, she couldn't take care of herself anymore. So um, my two brothers who lived out in that area, um, neither one of them wanted to take, wanted to take the responsibility to, uh, to take care of her. And uh, so um, my wife and I agreed that we would take her. We, she lived with us for almost five years. But during the last year of her life, um, we had to put her in a, in a nursing home because both my wife and I worked and, and uh, she would, she would end up uh, walking away from the house, walking around the town. And uh, one day she was in the bank and she told them she was, she wanted to get a pair of shoes in the bank. <laughs> she was kind of, she was losing it really. Um, and, uh, and uh, the, the police, brought her back home because after a while they knew who she was and, and where she lived. They brought her back home a couple of times. And so we decided that um, uh, we, we had to, had to do something. And I, it was one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make was putting her in a nursing home. So we moved her back to Illinois and in a nursing home out there that I knew of. And, and um, uh, one of our, um, um, uh, one of my nieces worked at that nursing home as, as a, a nurse's aide, and and so I knew that she would help to take care of Grandma uh, during that during that time, and she did, and and uh, it was uh, so anyway. Um, she finally passed uh, at at around 93, I think it was, and and but um, it was a it, like you said. There's a tra- traditions that we take care of our families our elderly parents and and so forth and even some of my uncles and aunts i would i would help them in situations that they had 
uh, and my mother and I and my dad and I, we would we would help them in situations they had in their lives. Um, so um, those are some of the some of the things that we we were involved with during during and still involved with during our lives. Um, a couple of my children have had uh, situations um, uh, in in their lives. Uh, my youngest daughter uh, has had a lot of problems with drugs, and I've been uh, uh, been working with her for years now, um, close to 20 years now, uh, that we've been 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 trying to help her. She'll she'll uh, uh, go straight for a while, uh, like this last past time. She was straight for almost five years. And then she she got off, uh, got back on on to alcohol, and and uh, so anyway uh, she's back. She's okay now. Uh, she's recovered, and and uh, she's straight again. But um, you just never know when things like that are going to come up. But I think it's part of family traditions is to is to take care of your family members, whether it's your parents or your siblings or or, or your aunts and uncles or whoever your grandparents. Um, we a lot of times we would go about our grandparents uh, that needed help in a particular area, and and um, I, I remember well, well all the times that we visited them, and they were so loving and and so uh, happy that we would come and, and and visit with them, and and that's part of taking uh, care of family too is is spreading the love, and spreading it around, um, and and. Uh, I um are you still there Mary? Yes, sir. Okay, cuz I I've lost my uh my connection on my computer. So I It's uh, been doing that to me too. It's been kicking in and out. <gasps> You're using your computer. How do you like it? Okay. I yeah, I've completely lost it. So anyway, um, um, I think we're going to call it a show. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on, Mary, and I, I want to uh, thank my friend Larry for coming on. And um, I think there was uh, the one lady from uh, Buffalo was on also. Um, she didn't get a chance to talk, but um, we. Um, we just appreciate all of you so much. We love you, and we thank you for, for helping out and for doing, uh, especially you, Mary, for doing so much every day to, to help out with uh, with the Hope Collection and the podcasts and all the people you're working with, um, um, working with uh, our friend uh, Gavin Johns and, and others um, to help out every day, and we appreciate you so much. And, and, and God bless you. And oh, God bless it's my your pleasure. And I want to tell you all that um, uh, you we a, are... Go ahead, Mary. When you get a chance, you want to give me a call? Okay, I will. Well, um, Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll call you later on today. And, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll talk some more. I... Um, I just wanted to say thank everybody and thank all of you who are listening out there. If there's anything that you uh, have heard during our discussion that you want to uh, hear more information uh, or any of our shows that you happen to come on to, uh, just call us. Uh, you can reach me at my, my uh, cell phone, 908-209-9202. And um, I just want to let you know my name is Bob Oakley. And uh, you can reach me anytime on that phone, 908-209-9202. The only thing I ask people to do, if you would text me first, before you call me, text me. And uh, send me a text and uh, give me your name and telephone number and I'll call you back. And uh, so you have a great day, everybody. And uh, God bless you all and God bless America. We sure need a lot of help. Lord, we need a lot of help today in what's going on in our country and around the world. We need a lot of help. So uh, we're asking blessings for all of that, for all the people that are suffering. So um, you have a great day, Mary and Larry. 
and all of the people that are listening. And this is Bob Oakley, and I'm signing off. If I'm still being heard, uh, there's one uh, one area I wanted to mention. Tomorrow, um, uh, Captain Lynn Kane and um, my friend Ron Clayton, uh, the, uh, the president of the board, uh, is Ron Clayton, and they're doing a show tomorrow. Um, they do it jointly, and you will learn a lot from them. You'll learn about the, um, the Golden Rule Society, and you'll learn about the um, – uh, hope collection, uh, and uh, so uh, there's a lot there's a lot to learn, and a lot of information that they will be giving out, and all kinds of free things that are available to people. So you all have a great day, and God bless. I'm signing off now. Bob Oakley. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.